They're, gonna get up, they're getting up to 33 today. Yeah, we're going to get killed today. But uh, I planned, I replanted my corn and I replanted my beans because nothing showed. And uh, it's always nice to, to replant when you can because when you can't, it doesn't do any good. <laughs> so so why, do you why do you think it didn't show? Cold. It might, it's been really cold at night. And... Um, you know, it, it, like in the last two days, my garden has just blown up because we got mm -hmm. heat. You know, and um, but you know, it's uh, what I'm doing is I'm plant doing several plantings of things. You know, just to keep keep make sure I got something right. Before I didn't care. Ah, doesn't matter. But now I'm going. Okay, I got the time. So it's um, it's fun watching the different things coming or not coming you know they're, they're all different they're coming up at different ways it's like you know it's fun it's, it's fun watching them i i got a question for you jim mm -hmm. how do you harden up your plants well you talk nice to them eh? <laughs> no um, you take them out of the warm place that they've been existing in, the seedlings, mm -hmm. and you put them in a colder place, hopefully not too much colder, but you must push the envelope or you won't be able to get them in the ground. And we have a problem we have here, is Fred probably has a little of that too, is the mountain wind at night. If there's snow up in the mountain, it's cold. It, it, as soon as the snow goes, then it, it warms up. But so you you got to kind of it's like uh, sending your kids off to whatever. Right. You've got your kids are going to go leave the home. How do you prepare them for the transition and then the the, the smash of life? That's kind of what it is. It's a, and so it's a, you have to constantly anticipate and judge there's no right there's no right you just have to squeak it in and, and, and hope hope they live kind of it's very much like and it, you know I, I even consider this it's kind of like for me now it's I think it as this part of my life is harder than a lot of my life has been and because the environment the world's pretty whacked and then you know my life is a little whacked and and so I feel like it's kind of a hardening off of my, my body and my personality to make it through to the next thing without, you know, with minimum damage, kind of, whatever that means. And so when you die, you know, I don't know what that means, but I know that if I can hang in and, and, and take, take a few punches, it's not bad. You know, it's not a bad thing. Uh, so, so you know, because you get tougher. You know, so I, it comes down to toughening things up and not killing them. How much water do you give them? Do you also withhold some water so they make some really deep roots, or what's your what's your theories on that? 
Well, the water is the problem. It's been it's been cold. So if you water them too much, they'll rot. Right, everything rots. Right. So yeah, I had to keep. You know, when you plant seeds, you got to keep them in water kind of all the time. But if it's too cold and you're too much water, it's you know it's rot time. So it's uh, the last two days we've had. I've given them big soaks. First time. The whole garden big soaks for about two hours and so that gets down in in and then today when it hits hard with the sun they'll have a chance because the ground will be cool but if it's cold out and the ground's cool then that's bad right so it's a very cool balancing act because it's never the same but because we have such a small window here uh may 24th if you don't get you know the tomatoes in and the cucumbers and the squash it's not a long enough season so you don't get anything no corn got to get it in you know so you i don't i'm you're somewhat the same environment i guess because you're high it sounds similar it sounds similar there's um it's tricky here as well because the Because we can get surprise cold spells, you know, it, it could, it could freeze, you know, three days from now and that's what it is. <laughs> so in the old days before the climate change effect, you know, climate change affected this area, the old ones would say they would find it completely uh, wasteful to plant tomatoes because the growing season wasn't long enough because there was these random killing frosts both mm-hmm. late in the spring and early in the fall so the season so they grew very few crops because during those times the summers were shorter the growing season even shorter so potatoes cabbage um athel no even athelgas they couldn't plant that's a shot chard um so there were very few plants that they could trust because this was also what they were going to eat for the rest of the year. So you, you, one doesn't experiment too much if this is supposed to sustain you for, the, for nine months. Mm-hmm. So there were real clear staples about what could be grown here. But now that has changed. The, the, the summer's a little longer, so we can grow cucumbers, even though people say, why are you planting cucumbers? They don't grow up here. And you can get some, not too many. You can't grow like melons. The season isn't long enough for melons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there are um, restrictions due to the the climate and also the erratic nature of, of spring and fall here. We can grow cukes. Like I got the cukes in now and we don't have frost now. And, but it's the, the one good thing about the garden is, is your you're aiding you're not telling them what to do you're aiding them there's no control mechanism at all and it's very good because you just look for opportunities you know if he's there every day you can see him you can try this you can do that oh maybe that needs that and and that's the fun of it for me is just the, the, the touching them up on a daily basis if you don't go every day then it's dangerous. It yeah. becomes just another thing that you're screwing up, right? Oh God, the weeds, I can't even, 
you know, I can't even see the plants <laughs> on and on. But the, the hardening on concept, I think is, is really a, is, is a, is a issue that I don't know if it happens like in so much now with kids, the concept. Uh, I think in the early years in America, you sent kids to the Peace Corps or to the army guys, right? And to harden them up, right? Toughen them up. Now, I don't see that as a concept because people are already, kids are already in the, the world, which is computers. There's no transition. They're just in computers all the time. So, so they don't really hit the world as in the same way, in the same manner that we did. Mm -hmm. You know, we ran into different groupings of people to, doing different things and we had to learn them. And, and, uh, but that now the computer world is so constant for people that it's 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 where they where they are they never leave it they never yeah, leave it is it, in in if i may say that it is their world though it's it's not that it's a different or better it's a different world but i don't know that it's better uh, or worse it's just a different world so so they may or may i think that the idea that you had about toughening people up or toughening up kids is is really really worth worth chatting about but the, the idea of introducing the computer, from what I can see from my vantage point working with kids nearly every day, is that it doesn't, it doesn't, it's just a different world. It's not a better or worse world. So they're, no, living, on, they're is, living on the internet, which has its own ecosystem. Well, I, I love the analogy we, we started with how the, um, you know, you put the seed in the soil and you keep it in a protected environment and it's in a small environment. And then, and then um, the plants, they just go straight into the, the ground and the, 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 it's so expansive and it's cold. And it's um, sort of like kids just going to school. They're just, they're just venturing out into kindergarten and then on to school and um, then on to life. And it's, um, it's how do you, where, where's the balance in, in, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to kill the plant. You don't want to overwater it or you don't want to do Deflect everything it. for the kid because then the kid's going to be totally reliant on you to do everything for the rest of their life. And, um, uh, I, I know in, in some ancient cultures, uh, even in some modern cultures, that it, it's, it's sort of starting to lose it. But um, around, there used to be a coming of age, whether it was 13, 16. And, and this, I think, is what Jim was saying about sending kids away and hardening them up in, in yeah. the East Coast. Yes. Times two. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a very like I didn't think of this earlier, but the kids now don't go through the same thing in that way mm -hmm. because because and I think part of it is they they, they can their their internet is their toy are their toys they start out being their their toys and then it stays it stays but it's their becomes their business for most people 
most yeah. people end up, you know, using, you know, so they don't have, they don't hit that strong wall that's, that's frightening for, and like where Jazz is, he probably doesn't have to harden his off because Vancouver is pretty mild climate. I have to put mine outside during the day and then back in and do stages because of the coldness right because the sun they, they can't take the sun today if i put seedlings out they'd be destroyed yeah. so all the different variations of that now i look with with kids what do you do you can't even think of it like hardening off it's like what do they do mm-hmm. what are they going to do next and and you you know it's you know i think what you're saying is is super important super important and and you know both of us being teachers for a while and you guys having children like how do we do that what you're speaking of jimmy how you're directing us today how do we do that in this environment where there's a lot of, from my point of view seems like there's a lot of care to protect the feelings or protect the esteem you know, which is, you know, there's a balancing act there too, right? So how do you help a student or a, your son or your daughter or, or a neighbor or the kids in general, how do you help them harden up without, you know, crushing them like a plant, like you've been talking about with the plant? And I think that balance has gone both directions in, in our lifetimes even. Right where it's too much, too hard, <laughs> right or very, very, um, uh, you know, the army will say. But there are, I think, there were families who may have been more intense than the armies, mm-hmm. right? So there's that kind of hardening up, which can lead to problems later, as we know. We've seen it. We're old enough to know how that can go, or we've seen in more recent years the the the, the overcare, where then when their adversity happens the the young person hasn't hasn't doesn't have a lot of tools to to face the hard reality of like no the, you know the hailstorm we had hail on saturday speaking of weather and plants so you know it, it, there's going to be a hailstorm in people's lives you're going to have a hailstorm literally in but i'm speaking more figuratively and then are you ready for that and can are you going to roll in a corner and you know and and hide because you're you're not you're not hardened enough to to like walk into that and feel okay about it and feel confident. And you know it matters too what you're facing on the other side of the transition. Is it archetypal? Is it natural natural world, or is it humanoid constructs? And we're at the stage now where humanoid constructs are are. Many, predominant, predominant, many and bizarre, <laughs> and limited to certain situations that don't necessarily adapt. Like the stock market booming during a virus, uh, you know, it it doesn't add up really. Who but saw that coming? <laughs> because because we're humans and we do use mirrors for doing things, it works. Right. Yeah. The stock market's good because of this and this and this and this and this and what these guys are doing. Right. So I that's why I'm in more and more. I'm going back to archetypal cons things as much as I can for myself. Because I, it makes sense. If I if I'm struggling with it, 
there's usually answers from somebody that's in the same world. But like here now, the world is changing. I can't go to the new people and ask them, hey, how do you how do you sharpen your chainsaw? They don't have chainsaws, right? It's a whole whole bunch of do different they, Do they buy the firewood? Well, they try, you know, they anticipate <laughs> it. But I mean, so yeah, the archetypal things to me are, are safe. Safe to try and learn and struggle with because you you, you kind of know, okay, well, at the end of this, there'll be residue that will last for centuries in a sense, right? I mean, it'll be smart now. It'll be smart in a century. What to do with plants, right? It, it's, it's the same smart. It's not going to be changed too much. But once you get in the people world, yikes, yikeola. Well, I, I think it's similar, you know, with... Uh... Uh, you're saying you talk to the plants and you talk to your kids and the kids don't listen. The plants <laughs> probably listen better than the kids do. It, it's only when they come to that to that uh, roadblock. <laughs> they come to that roadblock. Oh, where, nice. where oh then, then dad knows some stuff, maybe. Where they have to... Um, they can't get through that roadblock with the skills that they have at that point. So, <laughs> introducing new skills, or introducing, and it's it's um, you know, geez, I, I'm as guilty as anybody, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm listening, I'm listening, and you know, but you know, and and then you. Hit that, hit that um, roadblock and think, shit, what the hell do I do? How do I get through this? Okay. Yes. Very good, Josh. Very good. So, so here, I'll ask you guys this. So speaking of heart, I really like the topic. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, when I was young, I'm going to tell the story. I hope I haven't told another podcast. If I have, I'm sorry. It's a, it's a very, it's a very, it's a very, it's a, very, uh, it's a tale, a lesson in my life. We won't remember anyway. So go good. Ahead. You won't remember because I won't remember that I said it by tomorrow, but when I was young, my sisters and I, all three of us had this training from my mom and my dad, but my mom was the one who, who implemented the training. So as kids do when they're two or three or four or five, I don't know how long they carry on with this, I forget. When they fall down, because they fall down, you know, yeah. two-year-old falls down. And yeah. the first, for many of these kids I've seen, the first reaction, the first, and you can see them think about it. There's a moment. And then they choose to cry. Mm -hmm. right that's often what happens and it it's my mother would cut that in that moment where the young two year where the young person is thinking about what their response is going to be to falling down my mom would say get up it didn't hurt that bad mm -hmm. and the the crying was wasn't an option <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was it was very clear and it was cool that she knew enough about people the yeah. kids, particularly the kid version of people, to know that that moment, maybe she learned it from her, her mother or, or her, you know, just a family tradition, or maybe it's very common in that generation mm -hmm. 
to know that moment exists and to cut it before it allows to get, gather that steam. And then the, the fake crying becomes like real crying. And, well, what a disaster, right? Just because you mm -hmm. fell down. So cut. And so for, I'm, I'm in, in, internally grateful for that lesson mm -hmm. from my mother because there's many moments where I know I could play the martyr or the or the victim or the, you know, the person who has an injury. And I can, now that part of me has, a, I, I really do have a choice and I just don't want to choose that. I would rather choose like, yeah, it didn't really hurt that bad. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Wow. So is that hardening up? Was I hardened up, Jimmy, since it's your topic? Sounds like it. Sounds like it got you ready for falling. <laughs> <laughs> and other things. Well, fallen is uh, a lot of things. We fall a lot. And a, a lot of it, too, that, that idea of that point where you decide where, you, where you're going, right? With it, will I cry or will I not cry? You know, that's, uh, will I die or not die? <laughs> well, that one's easy to answer. We're going to die. Yeah. Yeah, but we can choose sometimes, right? We can. <laughs> we can have it. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good one. And the Germans and the Japanese are the best at at teaching, in a way, I think, a little hard. They're a little hard in their approach, but it sticks. And then you got the indigenous people who teach in another way and through, through stories largely and they're not as uh, as heavy-handed as the, the Germans and the Japanese and they allow the kids somewhat I think more to bang into things with with so, a story in intact they have a story so, it, so they bang into things and they go oh right I remember you know so I think part of it is, you know, if you're being hardened off by others, it helps if you know the story of what you mean. So, so you know, okay, well, if I just tighten it up here, shut up and don't say anything for a few, you know, a few seconds, I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And, uh, you know, you, but because you got some material, you got some material, and I think that's the key: is having material given to you from smart people. That's that's how I got through life. I noticed that there's smart people and not smart people, and so I try. I I, find, I, I search out smart people for things I need, and it's it saved me a lot of of the trouble you go through when you start something. You know, you're going to go build a stairs well go talk to somebody about how find out find out <laughs> and and then you don't have to go through that oh my god you know the steps are all different height oh my god you know and and because it's it, you can only take so much of that of facing the cold reality of a new thing that you don't know how to do you know, it's, it's hard, it's hard. To, and then to fail at, at that point or feel like you're failing is uh, people either learn or they don't learn. 
And if they don't learn that thing, often they don't learn it ever. Uh, I, I don't know enough about the, they have like the neurons and the neural networks in the brain and how once it starts getting that habit, it's very difficult to set it off into another direction because it's it's formed a habit it's there's formed a pathway a, no is that what you're saying formed. there's a there's a pathway yeah. there's a canal there's a river of, formed, of of thoughts yeah it's formed a groove or, or a rut and, and you're, good. You're... <laughs> listen to rut it's very good <laughs> and uh it's um yeah how 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 like what um Something has to knock you off or something has to be so big in, in front of you, an obstacle so big that, and then I guess some people, they just can't get over that obstacle. They can't go over, around, or through. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, they, they're, just, they're just stuck. Or under. And, yeah, under, through, around. Yeah. But then if you stop, it's real hard getting going. Mm. Like if you stop at a hardening off spot and notice, oh my goodness, <laughs> I, I, I don't like this. It's cold. Mm. I don't like it. I, I don't want to be here, you know. Mm. And as that di if that dialogue goes on too long, that could be the end of that particular sequence forever you may not be able to get because you'll you'll know the hardening process is there and you don't want to do it and that could be the end so i mean it's a very critical stage of being able to be you know tough enough to to handle things and know that probably you got a chance on the other side if you just handle it you don't you don't have to you don't have to know it. You don't have to, but that needs trust. And for people that have been banged up enough, no trust. And so the hardening stops that, that. May I ask you, Jimmy, if you're, if you mean, see, when you were speaking, I, I heard three types of toughening up. There's physically being toughened up, right. In all the, all the things body. There's being mentally tough, and then there's the emotional toughness. And I think maybe what, what I heard you, I don't know if you were going this direction, but it felt in my head you were taking us down this road of like when we're talking about toughening up, there's actually, you know, you can be in the way that you live, Jimmy, and have lived nearly all of your adult life, you've been toughened up by your environment. No, am I or am I just making that up? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I think everybody is toughened up by their environment. We're kind of right. I mean, that's where we're talking because it's outside us. Mm -hmm. Anything outside us is so that could be like a, somebody growing up in poverty in a in a gang neighborhood. That would be a kind of toughening up, maybe not physically, but in a in a in a more maybe an emotional way. Not, um, I mean, like Jimmy Accardi grew up in a. You know, New York in a, you know, in a, you know, interesting setting. And he, you know, little guy and he's, he had to find a way. Mm -hmm. He had to find a way to be tough. 
in that setting, right? And he became a guitar, good, tough guitar player. I mean, he, he became, you know, so when you, when you, in life, I'm, for me, I go along, I go along, and then something either sparkles or it makes me cry. And that's where I notice things, the sparkly stuff or the, you know, the sadness things, right? Everything else I just go about, you know, it's, it's not a problem. It's not a, it's, you're floating, you're going along. So toughening up, you know, or hardening up is, is a spot. What, about, but what, is, what is, what is mental or intellectual toughness? How would you guys define that? That, that we can, I think the, the physical one is the most easy to see and mm -hmm. recognize and point at and say, yes, that emotional toughness, I think is easy too, but maybe easy for us. I don't know if it's easy for other people. It's, it's, you know, emotional toughness one can see right and feel maybe more scented but what is intellectual toughness or 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 you know or being able to be wrong without deviate you know not without strange behavior <laughs> you know just being able to be wrong oh okay I, I would see that as emotional though because generally when somebody's wrong, there's embarrassment and, and it leads to me. If, I should speak about myself. It leads me into emotional places. Being wrong is more, um, uh, the willing to accept that feels more emotional than intellectual for me. Well, it's both because the intellectual notices you're wrong. The intellectual notices uh, uh, and you're, through your and mind. I feel like shit. Well, and that's what I'm saying is if you're, if you, if you understand, well, of course you may, you're wrong. What do you think? Do you think you're going through this, you know, like a lovely little write machine, you know, and that's what I've done with my head to, to save my heart from, from, you know, all the, you know, I've done lots of different things and, and had to, had to learn. And so if I got hurt by every mistake I made, man, you're done. You're done. So that's, I think that's a big part of hardening off is okay. This is not a mistake as such. It's something I have to go through. You know, I shouldn't sit and cry and wet my pants. I should just go through this and then see what, if I want to go through it again. Well, is it is it mental toughness? Isn't that like being the smartest one in the room? <laughs> I don't know. This is why I'm asking you. No. To be. <laughs> it's being, yeah. You know, it's it's being able to be the dumbest one in the room sometimes, and the smartest one sometimes, and you know, it's all the range of behaviors we portray are, you know, they're a range. We, we don't we don't have anyone nailed and so i think being able to in my for me i go in my mind should i be able to do this if i should be able to do this then it's a mistake if i didn't do it right and then i can give myself a little bit of a spanking if i don't know how to do it then i'm off the hook in that regard of spankings it it often seems to me that the Emotions are the runners, are, are sort of the leaders. Like, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're in a certain uh, mood or say you're a little depressed, then 
everything else comes along with it, right? The the intellectual and the physical, like you just, you know, it's just, it's just really. Um, I, I wonder. Sometimes I start thinking mathematically because you got one, two, and three, and then you got a whole range of this, 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 and it's it. It's almost like access. Like like, how do you access? Does it come from within? Maybe it comes from without. Maybe it comes from the world. Maybe it comes from the circumstances. The the hard the hardening up. I was I was. I'm thinking that let's let's say let's say something like uh, all right, we'll go back some years, and we were put in front of a task of, of playing video games, which was then reframed as sort of learning a language. Let's say the whole thing is a language on many many levels: mm-hmm. the language within the game, and then the language that the game can become. But. But for example, the the enormity of opening up that screen in the game for the first time, even if it was you know by mm. these, by these days very standard, very simple, but it was overwhelming. You know, open up a software program that's you know semi-pro or pro software program, and in the at first glance, it's going to be overwhelming. It is for me anyway. Maybe the mental toughness. This is where I'm going is the willingness to figure it out to to say all right you know the equivalent of a you know a physical task but it's a mental task mm-hmm. where I'm, I'm going to figure this out and to exercise the the brain and because I, I, I see people and i don't want to name names they're not in the room don't worry it's not jimmy or jazzy but for example when this person i'm thinking of faces anything math oriented they shut down they just shut down, right? I'm pretty sure they could do it, that, but that's my opinion. That's not yeah. their opinion. They just shut down. And, and dis, the, you see the wires get hot. Yeah, and I, I, think, I think it's when you get that mental and you have to um, overcome, I don't want to say overcome the emotion, but you just got to, Put the emotions aside, and you just gotta concentrate mentally to to get 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 through it, and then and then and then the emotions can come back in, and that's when the emotions become. I shouldn't say become. Oh God, I keep saying things and say things, but, and the emotions. Um, then you get to the next level of the emotion, whether it's a, an octave in the scale of a key or, you, you know, it's um, because sometimes we, we, we get held up by the emotions and we just, mm-hmm. just, just block there, just block there. And that's when, if you have some other tools, whether you can get through with the, mental apparatus or whether it's some sort of combination of the physical or some sort of combination lock of 
of um, physical, mental, and emotional.